Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, or did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Hey now, it's Tommy. Hey, uh, so for this episode, we are going to be doing Spoilers Please number 273 for The Flash. Uh, wrong Flash, but The Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so before we had to spoilers, it was a movie that I watched. It was a movie <laughs> I absorbed. It was a movie I. Uh, I oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Do your thing. Before we go to uh, spoilers here, let's do a quick non-spoiler, <sighs> uh, short review of what we thought about the Flash. Go ahead, Javi. Oh, you know what? I'll do it in sort of like chronological order. The first like 20 minutes, there was a very much a yang yin yang kind of a thing. You know what I mean? It was. One of the worst action sequences with the Flash. Wow! But it was also counterbalanced with one of the best action sequences with with the uh, with uh, the Batman Ben Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh, okay. So you know what? So so you know after the first fifteen minutes or something like that, it's a push. And to be honest, the rest of the movie I was kind of indifferent to. They were kind of like couple highs, kind of like joke here and there, yeah, blah blah blah. But for the most part, I was kind of indifferent. The, I, the movie ended, but the thing is, as I was driving home. And the rest of the day and the next day, the more I thought about it, the more I sort of replayed the movie in my head, the angrier and the more upset I got what? about what, what what I saw. Because this is just, this is just, this is like, what, 10 years since A Man of Steel? And I feel like I'm just, this review or this my thought is the same thing as I felt, you know, when I saw Man of Steel, when I saw uh, Batman v Superman, Justice League. It's just like, stop it. No, no, no. This is not good. This is not, it's not a good movie. So thumbs down for me. Oh, really? And what about you? I had the opposite reaction. I actually had a lot of fun with this movie. It's a two-hour and 40-minute movie, and it did not feel like it to me. I thought it went by... Yeah, it felt longer. Pretty pretty quick, like a flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually was pretty entertained by this movie. The opening sequence you're referring to, I thought, was very enjoyable. Um, it's over the top, and I think that opening sequence kind of had to set the boundaries, the standard that, hey, uh, don't take this movie too seriously. Because we're not. It's that kind of a thing. So so I, I thought it was actually pretty enjoyable. And and I don't know if I guess I have to say I hate to say this, but Ezra Miller was pretty good in this movie. And oh, should be and, you should and, be embarrassed by this review. Oh know, my right? gosh. And and in, and, in, and in hindsight, maybe wait, 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 I don't wait, know wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm saying wait, not wait, a week, maybe not a week from now, maybe not six months from now, maybe a year from now. You're going to look back on this podcast and go, you know what? I can't believe I, I said these words. Well, I'm, I'm just Fine, saying, I, I'm saying in a more, um, what's the word? Objection. Object, uh, objection? Yeah, yeah. We have people have objections. Uh, objective, objective. An objective point of view of uh-huh. like without the baggage of Ezra Miller, I would say Ezra Miller was really good in this movie. And especially, yeah. and especially the co-star that played with Ezra Miller that looked exactly like Ezra Miller, their chemistry I thought was pretty awesome and really carried the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, and also, this movie uh, shouldn't be th- that much of a spoiler because, well, actually, you know what? Forget it. Just in case you guys have never seen the trailer before, I'm not going to mention this. The point is, is that I thought it was a pretty entertaining movie. There is a lot of um, shorthand with terms of writing and plot. That if you think about it too much, you will hurt your brain. But besides all that, I thought it was a pretty entertaining movie. If this was the last Snyderverse movie, it's going off in a bang. 
So there we go. What a, yeah. What a sorry you. Wow. She's, I should really, really think about this, man. You really think about this. Well, really question your uh, your taste in uh, in entertainment. Well, you know we should saying? we should think like, about it in spoilers. And here we go. Oh my goodness. Cue the spoilers. Team music, Albert. Go. Spoilers. Ah, this is your warning. Spoilers. Okay, now on to the spoilers. Go ahead, John Ming. Uh, I just want to mention something. Uh, preface this review by mentioning something by, by uh, mentioning something you, you just said and stuff like that. The Ezra Miller ball off off screen in real life. Uh, my whole thing is like, hey, if you don't want to watch this movie because of what Ezra Miller did, mm. you know, and all his alleged, I'm sorry, all of their alleged crimes, that's fine. I totally respect that. I get, I get it. But if you get to a place where you could somehow put that aside and go watch the movie. You have to be fair to the other people that worked on this movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to put the Ezra Miller on the side and judge the the movie on its own merits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's the mindset I went into. And to be completely one hundred percent honest, the only time the Ezra Miller of all of it all off screen stuff affected me was only maybe twice. Other than like two couple two couple times where it really bumped into me. I was like, whoa, this, uh, Ezra Miller. Oh, should. This is, he had this kind of interaction with these kids in the beginning of the movie, and also Wonder Woman. I think the other part—that was the other part that where I bumped into it. But other than that, I can—I I really tried to put it aside. But like I, because like I said, other people working on the movie, other talented, uh, smart, you know, hardworking that didn't commit crimes working on the movie. So you have to be fair to the movie. You know what I mean? So anyway, so moving on from that point, the movie is just poorly written, poorly acted, poorly executed, stuff like that. The thing is, I want to mention the thing that really bugged me when I was later on. It's like. What, 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 I mean, the thing is, the bare bones of a movie, this type of movie, is like you have to have characters that you root for, that you cheer for. And uh, the first, for and, me, and that check. gets set up. You actually rooted for the Flash. Well, in the, con- in the context of the plot, I wanted to see. In the context of the plot. Yes. In the context, in the context of, the plot, of the plot, I, I rooted, I rooted that he would, have, he would have a happy ending. Yes. That. That is the most ridiculous thing I've heard in my life. The first twenty minutes, like I said, the first twenty minutes, the whole setup with the with the barista who's just an a hole, the whole thing with the babies where he just couldn't be bothered by rescuing these babies and stuff like that. He was like, "Oh, Batman, Alfred, why am I doing? Why am I what do you call it, being doing cleanup duty, mop up duty for Justice League?" You know what I mean? This is like it's the most ridiculous setup, and I can't believe they thought this was a was an interesting thing. For, it goes for with a the team of the movie. Off. It goes it with go- the theme no. of the movie. His character grows from the beginning is- of the movie till the end. But why do they find that compelling? Why do you think that's interesting? Why do you want a hero that can't be bothered with saving like these babies? Why can't he have a sense of urgency? Why can't you do a movie where, where you can also have it both ways? Have some urgency in rescuing these little babies, these little things. Because he's a false and, hero. And do that up main point. Because it's just poor He's writing. a false hero. No. He's a false hero he- in the beginning. And by the end... I know people will come up with this. This is a dumb excuse. You know why? Because how many years has he been doing this as a Flash in this timeline? How many years are people in law enforcement and they shouldn't be in law enforcement? I'm I mean, that's besides the point. Law enforcement. I get the super... Yes, this is the point. The basic, the most basic thing you can do for these type of movies is have a hero that you kind of root for. This you is the Snyderverse you, you can have like... 
This is still the Snyderverse, Javier. Come on. In the context of the whole thing, this is still Snyderverse. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's a reality to this to this movie. Yeah, but why do why why would I or anybody else have any taste have find this interesting? Why would you have compelling? Like I said, put the whole Snyderverse aside. Again, that's the only excuse. There's a crutch and stuff like that. Overall, just in storytelling. When you read a book, when you when you read when you see a movie, a TV show, one of the basic things you have to do is have create characters where people are, get attached to, they root for. You know what I mean? Of course, there's some mean character anti heroes and stuff like that, but this is not what this the Flash is and stuff like that. It's a ridiculous way to open a movie. You know what I mean? I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they had lines where like Alfred tells him, "Hey, the interpreter of the thing is like the thing," and he goes, "Oh, no, it's fine, it's good," and then the thing crashes down and says, "Oh." Now I have to be bothered by saying these. I, I got to do. It becomes like a stupid, like slapstick Warner I, Brothers kind of like well, zany yes, thing with like babies. True. And, he, and yep. he's eating food. That's, that's true. Ridiculous. Yep. And also, oh, also, oh, sorry, real quick. I also mentioned something at the beginning of this. Like, I'm not gonna mention. I'm gonna try not to mention the other criticisms that people have of this movie. Like, I I went on Twitter the night of the opening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People are complaining. A lot of it is directed towards the VFX. I'm not gonna try and mention that. I, other than to say that I agree, the VFX is not very good and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just, but I, yeah, I don't want to mention that only because there, there like, are parts. I, I will mention that there are parts mm-hmm. that I thought are really good, and there are parts yes. that are not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> let's just not leave ideal. it off. Of, let's not leave ideal, it off at that. Water, okay. Very yeah. When you when you talk about a movie, you just we don't go. Oh like, oh, you know what? Ideal. I I just came That's up with ideal. I just came up with the perfect. Uh, explanation of what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. you know how if you're if you're a watcher of anime or an avid watcher of anime of modern mm-hmm. times, where mm-hmm. anime producers are starting to use CG for their animation, there's mm-hmm. a lot. There's a huge criticism on how in in anime in Japan they're forced to release episodes every week, right? So the the visual effects, the CG effects, isn't up to snuff all the t- when they release it weekly by weekly in Japan. However, when it goes to the home video market. You can tell that they improved on it, like like they they touched it up so that it looks better than what it was in broadcast. This movie felt like that. It felt like, all right, they're not done yet, <laughs> so so let's that's give them some time. Sad. Except for the oh, fact yeah, that yeah. they're that's, not gonna that's, that's, have that's, uh, some more time. You hear but... that, kids? You uh, you take <laughs> you take your precious time. You spend forty bucks on pre on popcorn movies like that. But you know that's what you want to hear. Eh, yeah. Take the time. No, no, no. They'll be fine. Six months. No, no. Now, I'm saying. Home. I'm that's saying fine. that is my comparison and on, on, on what oh, it felt oh, like watching the CG. It felt Good like job. Good it, job. it felt Good like the CG. That's beautiful. It felt like the CG of anime that's released weekly, and then later on you're gonna get a better version. Well, that's ki- another. Well, ki- no, no. But, come on. Let me finish with that. Well, kids, in this one you get the broadcast version, the unfinished CG version, but you're not gonna oh get the God. you're not gonna get the final version later on. I'm sorry, that's what but that's yeah, kind of what it is. Yeah. yeah, you hear that, guys? You spent twenty bucks on IMAX, you know, twenty bucks on popcorn. But yeah, you're not getting the best version. Yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, there's there's clearly there's clearly a reason why people would watch this movie, and it's because it's marketed as a Batman movie, right? Mm-hmm. People want yes. to see Michael you know, Keaton. Good. This is a good jumping off point. So I'll, I'll mention. I'll segue to the good parts. Uh, like I said, the opening sequence with Ben Affleck's Batman, terrific. I love mm-hmm. the fact that it's kind of in a it's a, in an open world, in a way. And also, it happens in broad daylight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So much of the Batman action sequences over the years and stuff like that is done in darkness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of night. So, which is fine. You know, you know, Gotham and all that stuff. Batman. So, I love the fact that it's a very open... He travels a lot of open space. You know what I mean? It's broad daylight. You see him also, you know, 
doing like stunts like you kind of like animated stunts. You know what I mean? I like that. You know what I mean? So because some of the Batman stuff over the years can be kind of restricted because of the what do you call it? the suit of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's like doing parallels and like thirty feet in the air, blah blah blah. It's fantastic. He's, it's, he's it's doing that one. He's doing Batman yeah. the animated TV uh, yeah. action sequences. Very good. Go on. Yeah. So we're going just going by the what do you call it the the the, the linear of uh, of the movie and stuff. Like this the next part is another part that's kind of bump, I just bumped into the interaction when you kind of get like three of the Justice League together the 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 Wonder Woman the Batman the Flash of it all. It's just like it's like again I've mentioned that this is like the eighth year or something like that that in in their reality that they've been kind of teammates with each other. But things it's they're still going through the same. Dynamics, the same kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He has a lasso of truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of Batman, Wonder Woman's flirting. Uh, what called the Flash is singing something very sexual and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like it's just like it's the same thing. It's it, like, it, you know, it is it is odd that that yeah. whole scene with Wonder Woman is very reminiscent of Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, it's right. A, it's the same thing. That, that's yeah. one. Of, that's one of the scenes that Joss that Joss Whedon added to Justice League, and people hated her or supposedly hated yeah. it because it's Joss Whedon, right? And yet yeah. this one. Did the same thing. So, hello? <laughs> so, what, so what does that tell you? The culture at WB and the people that are running this, that's what's bad. It's not the Josh Wiener of all. It's not just Josh Wiener of all. It's the culture there that, that is bad and stuff like that. Well, and also, with, with respect to Gal Gadot, she's going to say, bitch, she did it in the Shazam. Like, Shazam, hey, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. I'm flirting. Yeah, I'm like, I'm cute. Yeah. Yeah. Play the music. You know what I mean? Well, that it, music, it, it by com- the way, it comes down- fantastic. It, 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 it does a lot for that Wonder Woman character. It, 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 you know I mean? it comes down again to once again, writers just they just don't know how to write characters that are OP, right? Superman is OP, so he's got to be like Amnesia Superman or whatever, right? Uh, Wonder Woman is OP, so she's got to have like like issues, like personal issues or whatever. And in terms of like Shazam or whatever, she's not there when she's actually needed. But hey, she shows up anyway. Kind of thing at the very also. End. Also, I want to put a pin on this point as well. But let's just move. Don't forget this thing, and then we'll move on for the rest of it. And of course, Flash does what. Oh, also, the next Flash scene with with Batman is also great. The Ben Affleck of, of it all is fantastic. Uh, I like the acting. You know what I mean? He gives this part. It seems like he progressed a little bit. It seems like this Batman has aged. He's kind of he's kind of a little bit uh, what do you call it? more more mature of of his or acceptance of his. His Batman of it all, right. you know what I mean? That like, this is his life and all. I like I, yeah. this one. Made me want to see another Batman Affleck movie. Actually, Correct. you know what I, I mean? I absolutely agree because I, yeah. I I thought like every every Batfleck that's been around in the in the DCU right now is Batman v Superman. Oh, he's way too angry. He has to realize that his plan is stupid, right? And then and then and then in in Justice League, oh, he's way too emo. He's way too too he's way too guilty about what what he did. Yeah. He's Batman. He owns up to it. That's not Batman, mm-hmm. right? And then in this one, it's a good balance. It's yeah, a good balance of what the Batman's supposed to be. He finds the right pitch. Yeah, right. He finds the right pitch. And yet, finds and this right is the last pitch. one. <laughs> this is the last yeah, one. Yeah, this is the last one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just bummed me out. And then from there, uh, you know, I don't know where to skip to, but the, the Wally West of all, he goes back in time and all, and the whole story. Wally whole, West. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, I got uh, Iris West. You know what I mean? Iris oh, yes, gets yes. introduced. You know what I mean? And then, again, that's, I don't want, I don't want dog on this movie too much i guess but the thing is she's on she's uh she's underwritten and stuff like that she's just like moving the plot along and then the flash goes behind it goes what do you call it goes uh back to the future no goes back to the past changes the past mm-hmm. and all that stuff and then and like i said oh, hold on before you move on me. before you move oh, on yeah i'll interrupt because you mentioned the women in this movie um it does seem to be a trend that, that none of these movies know how to write women yeah 
it, it, it just seems to be a tick, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just all right. Since you, I'll I'll put uh, I'll stop it right here. So Iris West, like I said, she's just moving the plot. Line. Number two, there's a couple of jokes that are not done at her expense, but it's done at her character's expense. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like there's mm-hmm. a couple of like hijinks, like hey, like hey, slaps a human, and she doesn't react. And the thing is, that's fine, I guess. But the thing is, what normal human, what three dimensional, wouldn't react to what's going on? In any game, in those situations, you know what I mean. Not only that, but like, what woman would say, "Hey, ask me out on a date" after seeing how you acted out in your apartment? I mean, yeah, what other yeah, woman yeah. would agree to that decision? And also, this is this is a bit of a, a tangent and stuff like that. But uh, I, I watch those Easter egg videos of the Flash and stuff like that. And then you know they show clips of her in the previous Justice League uh, director's cut, whatever, right? Right. And then she had so much life. Actually, she had so much energy. Compared to this one, I think this one, she's the actress is being held hostage. You know what I mean? Well, I don't by, think by the script, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think she's happy to be there. Anyway, so then Wally West, I'm not saying Wally West. Uh, Barry Allen does what he does, and then I'll skip ahead because the next good part, I'll skip to the good parts first. The next bat, the next good part is just you know Michael Keaton, Batman, stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like it's fantastic. It's good to see him. That the other thing that that really works is that Hans, no, not Hans Zimmer. Who is it? Danny Elfman music. For the Batman score, <laughs> they, they sure thing. love to repeat that one. Oh my god! But they, but it works, man. That, yeah, that it, does, it works. Does. That works and stuff. And and Michael Keaton works and stuff like that. So I don't know why. Anyway, you 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 take over. You, you mentioned some stuff that you liked or didn't like. Go ahead. Uh, once again, I, I gotta I gotta once again give props to Ezra Miller for being able to play two roles where for the majority of the movie, and I would say maybe the whole movie, I thought it was two actors. Okay, it, it just felt that convincing. Huh? I thought oh I thought Ezra Miller did right. a really good job play, playing two characters and interacting with each other. We have we've gone to the point of filmmaking where you don't see that invisible line anymore of like, oh, he's over this side and he's over this side. They're interacting with each other like like it's two actors, and I gotta give the movie credit for that for for making that for for removing me from that from that uh, suspension of disbelief and making me believe that like that's a thing, you know. And I thought they sucked twice. It's a hard <laughs> thing to do. Well, I mean, they you don't, you don't, you don't like, you don't like the Ezra Miller Flash, which is perfectly fine. Okay, so not my, annoying. not my ideal Flash either. My, my ideal Flash yeah. is still. Do I have an ideal Flash? The one in the cartoon, <laughs> okay? Because even, even, even the CW show, even the CW show, he's way too emo for my taste. Okay, and he makes way too many mistakes that he should have learned. And then, and then the Justice League, the just the Snyderverse Flash, way too eccentric, way too spazzy, way too like, oh my god, whatever. And it does seem, and it, and he is kind of selfish. He is kind of, like you said, also, he is very selfish. He doesn't seem to have actually a, a basic idea of what it is to be a hero. Once again, character growth. He learns that at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but the the point is, is that that uh, this is what he is. Okay, and, yeah. and this is what this Barry Allen is, and. And I just have to take it as it is. Not my ideal situation, but I still got to give pr- credit to Ezra Miller for playing out the role the way it's attended. Spastic's Flash, you know. And there we go. I, I thought it was good. I would, I would say three points. Uh, if you make a bad mistake when you create this character, you can go ahead and, and, and change and then and make you know update. Uh, I'll 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 mention Thor Ragnarok. You know what I mean? You can reboot a character. You know what I mean? That's number one. Number two. I do acknowledge the fact that there are they are trying something. Uh, um, Zack Snyder and Ezra Miller, obviously, a few years ago, got when they created this character, they decided to do a sort of non-traditional Barry Allen. Obviously, this yes. Barry Allen doesn't do with anything we've seen before. I, I do appreciate the fa- I do I guess appreciate uh, maybe, appreciate the fact that they're they're going for a sort of a non-traditional maybe uh, Asperger. Uh, how about this? How about this? Autism kind hey, of. Hey, Jamie, how about but, this? Hold on, let me finish. 
Yeah, no, 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 just just a word, just yeah. a word change. Instead of saying you appreciate what they did, how about you recognize their 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 in, their incentive of trying to do something different? Yeah, you, sure, why not? You don't really appreciate but, it. You just you recognize. Yeah. You acknowledge. Recognize, that's a good word. Recognize. I recognize it. But I will. Yeah. I I just want to say, uh, if they were just if they just would have gave the the character a moral compass, a, a north star to point to, and stuff like that, a lot of my criticism would be alleviated. You know what I mean? See, I need a superhero that that is interested in saving lives, and that's not a top one. priority. You know <laughs> not what I mean? this one. And not this one. Exactly. <laughs> But I do want to acknowledge, like I said, I do want to acknowledge the fact that they are going for something new, like 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 I said, some new. But anyway, all right. So that's, that's I I really that's do feel that. like it's because of the sign of the times. Like the, the 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 typical nerd audience nowadays, they're not that interested with the wholesome hero anymore, and 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 it's affecting the way writers write superheroes. They like them flawed. They like them relatable in terms of like they're flawed. But hey, look, you can be a superhero too and you're still flawed. That seems to be the trend that a lot of people like. They don't like I, your traditional uh, uh, heroic Superman hero anymore. They don't like the Boy Scouts, uh, yeah. which is unfortunate. Thing, again, Once again, it, unfortunate, again, you, but that's the way it is. I think that's, I, again, I think that's kind of like, if you do something well, anything is what anything is possible. At Cap, Captain America, Chris Evans' Captain America is the most boring, basic, vanilla thing, and everybody loves Captain America. Those movies made, made a lot of money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, if you're a North Star... If you're a good a writer, super, if you're a good writer, you can pull it off. That's what I'm getting There aren't a lot of good yeah. writers are. The, the Machuchetis, they're they're fine. I mean, we've seen, we've seen they work in It, right? Uh, there are some really good stuff about It, and then there are some yeah, bad stuff I'll about get, I'll It. I'll get to It eventually. You know, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's like yeah, that's who it. they are, and they're now they're in charge yeah. of Brave and the Bold. Is that right? Yes. Right. Yes. So clearly, yes. clearly, they were like, "Hey, we can do goofy superhero stunt stuff with the Flash. Yeah. Give us Brave and the Bold." So now you can kind of tell what the tone that, is going to be. A little bit of a, I think that's also a little bit of a PR move too, because they dropped that right after the opening day. It's like giving that a little additional publicity, giving it a little confidence. Because this is the end. There's no uh, what do you call it? There's no script for it. There's no like uh, release date for it. I think it's just uh, they could take that away pretty easily. So, but anyway, you could. So another thing I want. I mean, I'm going. Did you have anything else? Oh no, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to react to what you're saying. Sure. Because I'm going to get to, uh, I mean, we're about halfway through the movie, but I just want to get, get to an overall point I wanted to make, too. The other uh, major point I want to make is the problem, I I mentioned Zack Snyder and his universe and what he created, the template that he created. The, the issue I had back then and I do have right now is like so much of this movie comes from a place of immaturity, crass, and just juvenile, ju- juvenile. You know what I mean? You're I missing one word. You're missing uh, one word. Mm-hmm. Cynicism. Cynicism, that too. That I'm going back to the what do you call it? The Wonder Woman scene on the bridge. Okay, then going from there, there's an incredibly cruel scene with uh with Ezra Miller's Flash looking for the other Justice League members. You know what I mean? So uh, what do you call it? Superman can't find Superman. They can't find uh, what do you call it? Cyborg, and they find Ar- Arthur Curry's dad, right? And then uh, he he asks Arthur Curry's dad, like, "Hey, did you marry uh the?" The queen of the queen of Atlantis, right? And they cut to uh, what I would describe as an unconventional-looking woman, overweight woman, unflattering, uh, unflattering, eating ice cream and stuff like that. That is an incredibly cruel joke, you know, incredibly sexist joke, mm. you know, a cheap joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that's not all. Then in that same scene, why is everybody's roommate a jerk? A dick, you know what I mean. I know mm-hmm. some of it's like jerks. I mean, some of it's like jokey, jokey, ha ha ha. But why is everybody so 
uh, irrelevant. You know what I mean? I have to be so, uh, what do you call it? Can't be bothered by it. You know what I mean? Just, it just that idea, that sense that, as you would say, it permeates through yep. so much of this, all the characterizations. Why would you care about any of this stuff? Any of this stuff? Well, I, I don't he, care about those I mean, characters. Yeah. The thing is, it's the world that they create. It's the mm-hmm. world that they're, they're building to. It's just, it's just everywhere. And the other thing is, with very flashing, I mean, changing the timeline, you would think the the new the new Barry or the this Barry would be like have a better attitude or dial it down a little bit, you know? But no, he's kind of addictive. And also, I want to mention other couple other things. I, like I said, I love Michael Beaton, Batman, stuff like that. But it's still very poorly written and executed in certain points. You know what I mean? At one point, they find out Superman's not Superman, right? Mm-hmm. It's Supergirl. And then what does Batman say at the time? You know, let's bounce. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? it's not him. Let's go. I know. Like, what, what the, the heck? What the heck was that? I know. It's like, that's not the Batman I know. <laughs> right, exactly. That's not the Batman I know. Like, even exactly. Cynicism, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even, even if it's like, he doesn't have to call the person. Even just Batman of a certain curiosity would say, why are they keeping this the superpower being here? But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. come on. Guys. Well, I mean, thank, thank, on. thankfully, this isn't our Keaton, right? It kind of established that this isn't mm-hmm. the Michael Keaton from Tim Burton. It looks like him, <sighs> but it's not him. But we want you to think it's him, but it's not him. Is that kind of a thing, yeah. right? So, yeah. so whatever. He's 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 fan service Batman guy. I mean, yeah. that's what it is, right? Okay. Although, I would, although I would say throughout the movie, I just find this, 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 this shitty attitude, this yeah. crass humor. Although a lot of these characters. Yeah. Although I would say that this is the first Batman who succeeded on on making Gotham a safe place to live. But that's that's you're taking that as a plus. <laughs> I'm thinking that as like that's, that's, an that's, interest, that's an that's interesting plot point to point out. That's an interesting win. A Batman that that just like, hey, I solved crime. That's what you're saying. Well, I mean, all the Batmans have not succeeded in saving Gotham. This yeah, one exactly. did. This one did. The fact that this they is, added it into the movie, which is unnecessary, but they added it in the movie anyway, is kind of amusing to me. It's horrible. It's just horrible. It's horrible world building. Because here's the logic of the movie. Please correct me if I'm wrong and stuff like that. So Barry Allen saves his mother in a sort of a roundabout way. She doesn't, he thinks he's minimizing the butterfly effect, right? So he does that. He goes to a new timeline. They, he realizes, oh, in this timeline, yes, she's saved. But the other Justice League members do not exist and stuff like that. Because as you uh, change time, it goes forward and backwards. Yes. So, so by the logic of this movie, hey, no matter humans, the world is pretty much, hey, it's good. It's all good, except Batman. Except for Batman. Batman, for some reason, still just has to fight crime, right? And also, up to this point, no other metahumans needed. We're all good. This Earth is fine. Wait, but are, are, you literally, Zod, are you literally taking his word at, at face value that he created a world with no metahumans? I mean, he's just saying that. It doesn't mean it's true. Well, I'm basing also on the all the, 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 the what do you call it? What's that other kind of uh, uh, the evidence that's also presented, you know, throughout? You know what I mean? Zod shows up. No other metahumans show up, right? So I'm taking it not just at his word, but the world that they create, the world they build and stuff like that. No other metahumans show, shows up in that fight, right? So that's what I'm thinking. So I, well, I'm I mean, taking, I'm I mean, the, the movie's word. I mean, in Man of Steel, nobody else showed up either. I mean, yeah, but even the Marshall Manhunter, which was implied to be in Man of Steel, didn't do anything. Like that. That's yeah. a retcon stuff like that. Yeah. But also, okay, so the, just like just move forward and stuff. Like that. So in this world, like in this world, so this Batman exists and stuff like that. So, but he somehow again solved crime and just stopped being Batman. Does that sound like Batman? Is that compelling or interesting to you? Yeah, I'm saying it's that's different. Interesting. It's different. But, like like they they have a Batman here who succeeded you know I mean? in his golden yeah. life. Come on. Yeah. 
you go to a hamburger place and they give you instead of hamburger they give you chicken you go oh that's different that's different does that make it good does that make it like compelling or interesting i'm I mean, saying I don't know this, what that means. this batman i'm not saying yeah. i agree with it but yeah i acknowledge once again i acknowledge that they created <laughs> a, they created batman that 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 his goal in life was to stop crime in Gotham city and this guy achieved that to the point where like well, I got nothing else to do. I'm just gonna lounge yeah, around the mansion. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, seven years, seventy years of Batman says that that's BS. Seventy years of Batman says that's BS. I'm and just, also, it's not even Arkeaton. Okay, it's not yeah, Arkeaton. So yeah. I'm, 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 I'm whatever. Batman, I'm whatever right? in it. I'm what? Come on, it's a DCEU right now, okay? Their Batmans have never been my Batman, so it doesn't really bother me. So he's all good. He's just like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna hurt. Crime is solved. No, but the thing is. Yeah, I don't care about crime in, in Gotham. You know, Batman doesn't care about crime anywhere else. But anyway, so like I said, yeah. The more, yeah so. <laughs> and also, you realize this is another this is another thing. I'll I'll pull this uh, rabbit out of my hat. You realize this is based on Flash Flashpoint, right? It's supposed to be based on Flashpoint, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, this is based on Flashpoint. Come on. You well, know, I mean, I mean, have you ever heard my opinion about Flashpoint in the first place? It's huh. dumb. Okay, Flashpoint was just an excuse to get all gritty and 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 exploitive to the superheroes. And and whether you like it, oh, okay. yeah. So it's like so. I'm I'm whatever. I'm whatever. I yeah. mean, I like time travel stories. So, mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm just gonna discount the fact that yeah, it's another flashpoint. So I'm whatever there. I'm I, that's not. Yeah, I'm not looking to complain about it anymore. I just took it yeah. as it is. Go on. Well, the thing is, whether you like flashpoint or not, and stuff like that, it's a it's a starting off point for the story. But but also just like in time travel in general in complicated in complicated history and stuff like that. When you time travel. The characters usually know pretty quickly that hey, time travel is bad because the timeline all jacked up. The whole world is like imploding, the dystopia and stuff like that. In this one, he realizes, oh, Back to the Future is is that is different. That's the most horrible thing that's happened. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, I mean, and like oh, in, in a world. Di- okay, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. That's just lazy, unimaginable. This could be a budget thing too. They didn't because they didn't want the whole do the whole flashpoint thing where like the whole world's being you know, apocalyptic. There's like Athenians versus uh, Amazonians. I mean, we didn't want to do all that it's money reasons, all that stuff. But but still, it's just like lazy, unimaginable it's world not, building. Like, it's not lazy. Here's my mm, argument. Well, there. Just, it's not. How lazy. about bad? Okay, I'll replace. No, lazy no, no, no. With bad. It's 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 a, pers- it's a personal taste. It's a personal taste. All right, because oh, once God. again. The writers, they seem to be aware about what audiences like. Okay, do you remember that movie uh, a while back, the Beatles movie? The one where where everybody thought that people didn't know the Beatles existed or whatever? Do you ever watch that movie? Yes, yes. Uh, I heard of it. Okay, so a lot of people, okay, I, I, I put, I'm putting a lot in quotes, but I have heard multiple responses about that movie where people were more fascinated by the changes in the background of this world where the Beatles did exist than they were about the story itself. And this mm-hmm. scene where they were they were taking out pop culture differences between our reality and this reality, it seemed like they added it in because they knew the geeks and nerds of, of the modern era are going to like that shit. Right? So that's probably the reason why they went that direction. Or just bad, bad, poor, unimaginative writing and stuff like that. Very poor execution. Very, uh, what do you call it? Very, very poor progression of thought and stuff like that. Well, I, you know okay, I mean? uh, like I, I said, I'll, I'll just mention this real quick. It's like I said, it's a progression of ideas. Once you change something, something else should happen, or th- the ideas should permeate throughout the the movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just like like it's, I'll give you an example. James Gunn has defended called this like one of the greatest comic book movies ever and stuff in his own movie. 
what's called uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. His world building is so much better and it's so much more thought out. You know what I mean? I don't want to spoil that movie and stuff too much and stuff. Other than what's in the trailer, there's like a there's like a at one point the Guardians have to break into a thing to get something right, and the, this mm. this location is made of organic material, and that idea changed as a whole. You can see it through the costume design, the setting, you know what I mean, all the equipment that's in there, all sort of organic. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like just hey, track your ideas, track your thought and stuff like that. You know what I mean? How you, you have a Batman that that retired. Do you want do you want to pick up that idea? Do you want do you want to explore that? Why did he retire? At the end of this movie, they 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 try to pay off that beat by having Michael Keaton say, Oh, you saved me. You you brought me back. Don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. So, but you saved me. But but I'm like, from what? From, you were just like you're just making spaghetti at home. You were you seem like a good one. I, I don't know what's going on. What's happening? Oh, you you, 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 you don't on? you don't get what the movie is implying about that when he said you saved me? From uh, what do you call uh, well, a lack of purpose, a lack of, of what do you call a lack of purpose in life and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it was. They right? don't des- but yeah. it, they don't just. Des- I'm saying they don't deserve that beat. They, they need nothing to de- earn that thing. That you is true. I mean? No, I don't agree. I don't disagree with you. But nowadays, yeah. with all these nerd superhero movies, a lot of them <sighs> do shorthand. They do shorthand way too so much. Bad right? film. Yeah, well, bad it's one of those things too. where, like, te- two decades from now, you're gonna rewatch it and go. Yeah, that wasn't very thought very well. I mean, but we feel the same way from, from superhero movies from the 80s and 90s, right? We watch it as a kid in the 80s and 90s. You go, oh, that's fine, you know? And then you watch it now, you're like, yeah, they didn't think about it very well, did they? This movie's not fun. This is just a bad, bad movie. I, oh, I thought okay. it was anyway, fun. Go ahead. Okay, I thought it yeah. was fun for what they tried to do. And a lot of it yeah. are pretty simple. Try, like, try harder. We're just tossing sugar at you guys here. Sugar here, yeah. sugar here, sugar here. Just enjoy it. And I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of just went with that. And and part of the reason why I went with that, wait, wasn't I going to make a point earlier? I was going to make a point about Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I already forgot. Okay, but yeah. oh, uh, sorry. Real a quick, real point. I just I do want to mention on a not even a positive side, but I do I do see in this two and a half hour. I do see a good movie in there. I do see the 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 kind of like the 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 the, the structure or the the architect of a good movie. I in the sense that hey, uh, Barry Allen goes to the past. His past self is very annoying. He's able to teach himself. How to grow and be a better hero. You know what I mean? At the same time, this old Batman is teaching him to be a better hero too as well. I do like that. You know what I mean? Like that in broad strokes work. The way it's executed, eh, not so much. But yeah, but I just want to mention that real quick. Sorry. Okay. Um, I, yeah. think, I think the thing I was going to mention earlier was that the pop culture thing, um, a better writer, or I guess, a, or a better improv person, or a better ad liver would have done pop culture like in Peacemaker. In Peacemaker, where Peacemaker was was rolling down all those pop culture references, that's entertaining. Yeah. That's entertaining mm-hmm. and fun. But this one, this one really was just like, hey, let's try to be as meta as possible and then change mm-hmm. it up because people yeah. are gonna enjoy that. Oh, hey, we know that's wrong, kind of situation. Yeah, you know, it's and very, also, it's very uh, for kids, but that's what they went for. It, you know, and if you do any kind of pop culture, it has to be a WB uh, property. Because I think is 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 did they do the all WB references in that one? At least in the background, all the movie posters are all WB. I, think. I, and all I, the I, I didn't watch yeah, it more than right. once, so yeah. so I didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I thought the know. Eric Stoltz. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought the Eric Stoltz thing was pretty like because you know geeks and nerds would know that Eric Stoltz was yeah. originally supposed to be Marty McFly, yeah. and in this yeah, world, he's actually Marty McFly. You know that kind of thing, right? That's fine. That's fine as far as being cute and kind of funny. But like I said, in terms of stakes, eh, 
not so much. But yeah. I mean, but but a person like this, and as I mentioned again, this Barry Allen, that's the one that's going to really click in and go, hey, I'm in a different world, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So speaking mm-hmm. of different world, um, oh, you know, uh, before I go there, going back to my Michael Keaton mm-hmm. thing again. So Michael Keaton in this movie literally is mm-hmm. just fan service Michael Keaton, like I said, right? Mm-hmm. He's got he's to gotta say his popular lines. I'm Batman, right? Even yeah. though earlier... He, the other bear, the younger Barry knows his Batman. <laughs> I know. He doesn't have to say I'm Batman. It's like yeah, I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. You know. And then yeah. the other thing too, it, which I which I find this kinda... this goes back. Oh sorry. This, oh. I just want to mention this goes back to the classic. I, I mentioned this a million times, but this goes back to the Alan Moore, uh, Alan Moore, uh, what you call it, uh, 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 thing about writing. Are you writing to to a joke or a plot point, or are you? writing organically based on the, the lives that these characters are living. Because mm-hmm. based on the lives that these characters are living, two berries going from, from Central City to Gotham, one of the berries would mention, yeah, we're going to go see Batman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're going to go see my Bruce Wayne with Batman. Mm-hmm. That's just natural. That's just naturally how things would unfold with characters that are thought out, three-dimensional and stuff like that. When you write to a joke or a pop point, that's when one Barry doesn't know that they're going to go see Batman. And then you get the whole Batman on um, Batman scene. You know, Correct. Fan scene. Correct. Yeah. And so, yeah. Na- nowadays, a lot of movies are written for the plot as opposed mm-hmm. to organically, as you say. Um, another thing, too, it, when I, when I, when another curious quote that they chose from the original Batman, from the Tim Burton Batman, is, how much do you weigh? Right? Oh, yeah. yeah I kind of like, oh, hey, they used that line. <laughs> right? That one, I, I have to admit, gave me a big smile on my face. How much do you weigh? Because only the really hardcore Tim Burton Batman fans will remember that line. How much do you weigh? Yeah. Right. Um, and the the the, the for some reason I don't. It's corny, but the tape measure, the extra bill, the tape. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. smile. And so, also the fact that every every gadget he has is shaped like a bat, right? Which yeah. which is like it is kind of old school hokey kind of thing. And you know I appreciate yeah. that. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. But whatever. Yeah. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. All that was missing was the was the bat wing going up to the moon. I was really expecting that to happen. It did not happen. They did a, they did a version of that in the Easter egg videos I saw afterwards. They did a version of that when right. they when they're flying into Siberia. I think it's Siberia. The plane passes, or when they jump out of the plane, it's mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? It, it goes uh, the, the the moon's in the background. So they did a little bit of version of that. Okay, <coughs> excuse me. And, and then the also o- I meant, okay. And then the oh, other sorry. the other line that that was really like, hey, Michael Keaton the first when he, they first showed him as like crazy old man doing ninja stuff. First off, mm-hmm. he's an old man. He shouldn't be doing that stuff anymore. Um, yeah. But but hey, well, they man. made sure to put the hair over his face so you so you don't see the stunt man. <laughs> I know. But anyways, so so it seemed like Michael Keaton was like, "Hey, look, guys, I'm I'm in this role. I, I'm taking it seriously for what it is." Blah blah blah. But the one yeah. line that really fell flat for me was unfortunately the, "Oh, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." I mean, yeah, in yeah. the context of the movie, that's not how you would respond to that question or to the situation, yeah. but. Hey, we gotta give it to the fans. Let's just say that line. That's that's what you call a shoehorn. You know what I'm <laughs> and even also, Michael Keaton looked bored seeing that line. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to mention a couple of more criticism. Again, I'm I'm only saying this because I'm a defender of Batman. Batman is my favorite character. I just want to mention a couple a couple more points where they really failed. The people that wrote this movie, the people that directed them, really failed Batman. Number one, going back to Ben Affleck Batman. When he's having this incredible heart to heart with Barry, say, "Hey, don't do this! Don't do this! I've take it from me." And then Barry says, "Oh, okay. Do you want to hang out? You know, just a little bit." And he says, "I can't." So he just drives off. Come on, man! You gotta do a little bit extra there. You know what I mean? Because it's at night. He could just say, "Hey, you know what? No, I gotta, I gotta go to work." You know what I mean? Give it an extra beat. You know what I mean? That's number one. Number two, this Batman. Skipping ahead to the Michael Keaton Batman, 
So just Michael Keaton, Batman. Again, I'm defending Batman as a character as a whole. Batman, this Batman realizes one one of the, one of the people he's taking has superpowers. One of them do, does not. So they just go ahead and just jump out of the plane in the mirror, in the middle of Siberia without a plan. They just walk up to the thing. They just jump in there. Like no plan, no execution, and stuff like that. There's like no. Like you gotta have a little bit more if you're if you're if you're Batman if you're writing Batman. Later on, he uh, uh, Barry says, "You know what? I gotta get struck by lightning. Do the chemical be the flash again." And then he gives him a bat suit. Oh, this will help you do absorb the sun. And, it's like, and Barry has to correct him. So I'm like, come on, my Batman, the Batman that I know, would would would, would put all this stuff together. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man, just write a better Batman, please. Be aware of every situation. Be aware of what. The Batman's a tactician. He's, you know, he's incredibly smart. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Um, once again, I, I go, I come to the, I come to the defense of myself. In 20, 20 <laughs> years ago, twenty years ago, when I watched X Men United X Two or whatever it's called, and and the Wolverine that movie, everybody loves X Two, and I'm one of those people who did not. And why? Wasn't my X Men, right? Mm-hmm. That wasn't X. That's not X Men. What the hell are they doing? That's not what Wolverine would do. That's he should know better. You know, like oh sure, you're gonna you're gonna sideline Cyclops and Professor X because writing. You know. So, but the point mm-hmm. is, is that ever since that movie, I realized these are not my heroes. These are not the heroes that I grew to love in the comic books, and I don't expect them to be anymore. And hence why this doesn't bother me as much as you. So it's, I, I, I I I would argue they have. If you're doing these kind of movies, you have to capture the spirit of the character. I mean, if you don't do that, what's the point? And the spirit of Batman in his 80 years is like he's a pretty bright guy. You know what I mean? But we're I, just not there. The, the market clearly, even even the MCU takes lots of liberties with how they were presented on screen that they are in the comic books. I would argue it's slightly better, but but it's not the same. And, and I'm kind of done you, complaining. I'm kind of done complaining about that because... I'm just You're never gonna satisfy the character. I'm just gonna writing. I'm just not gonna satisfy myself. There's there's so many movies that we've seen in in the four decades we've been here on Earth that that are just not representative of I the I don't think books. anything I mentioned right there is asking for a, any extraordinary amount of effort or any kind of like oh hardcore nerd stuff. This, I think everything I've described in this podcast, this review is sort of basic low bar stuff. You know what I mean? But for I am, people this who is don't... basic story storytelling. Right. Uh, no, I, no, I don't you know disagree, I, mean? I don't disagree with and that. And the thing is, uh, if you're being paid X amount of dollars, if you're in charge as XP, you should put a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I, I just saw it with the Spider-Man movie. I just saw it with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll, also I'll mention real quick, this is, this is this might be a little um, I know I don't think it's a it's a cheap shot, but I have no idea why they said the, the supergirl is captured in Siberia. That's just a that to me that's just lazy cop out. Seems like put it in Star it, it seems like Lab. fan service to uh, Red Dawn, Superman. No, I... Oh, Red Sun. That's what it's called. Red Sun. I think it's just bad story time because if you put it in Star Lab as it is in the comic book, it's not just like, hey, this is like comic accurate, but there's a story reason why, what do you call it, uh, the comic books put it in Star Lab. Star Labs in the, in the OG timeline in the traditional Superman stories is like they're an ally of Superman. If you put it in, if you have Star Labs capture and torture and imprison Supergirl or Superman at the Flashpoint, you're telling the audience, and you know what I mean, that the world you're in is it's dystopic. It's wrong. It's 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 not, it's not right. So, so you so want if, if you, you want an even more cynical Snyderverse? 
No, but that's just good storytelling, though. It's not, that's not that's not cynicism. Like that's that's not that kind of cynicism. That's just like good storytelling. Cynicism is like I said, the behavior of these kind of characters and stuff like that. But this is like I said, put it in Star Labs. It adds weight and depth to 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 the story. It's also it's also, it's also lazy writing. Okay, it's easier to make the Russians the bad guys than it is to explain. Hey, the Star Labs people. That's what I'm saying. It's, I, yeah, it's, it's lazy that. writing. I told you this movie has a lot of shorthand and very like uh very uh it's just a plot plot driven movie. Except for and one I would say let's not reward people for this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we do it. We did like an hour on this, and then we haven't gotten to the the third act and the the, the of it all. Do you so even do you want even to do the third act? Not okay. really. It's a, it's uh, the, the thing the thing is though is that. Um, I haven't even done my thing that I normally say at the end of the review, so but let's let's get there pretty soon. But fine, let's do the third act. Like Zod was just there for the just for the Zodness of it. I do kind no, of. No, he was there for the check. He was there for the check. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he he was folding it in so much. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. But point. But point is that I do kind of appreciate that the fact. Appreciate. I'm sorry. I do acknowledge the fact that this is a Zod who won. This is yeah. the Zod who won, right? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, like, is, okay, sorry. Like, like, it's so easy for us to, I think it was so easy for people to funny, to, to forget the fact, hey, wait a minute, that's Zod won in the multiverse. He won because super, Superman yeah. wasn't there, right? Yeah. And what does it say about the fact that Supergirl wasn't able to pull it yeah, through, yeah, but yeah. whatever? God damn it. <laughs> you got my, you got to the joke before I did. <laughs> Women, right? <laughs> They can't. They can't do what Superman does. Oh, Superman was there. You hey, sp- I mean? speaking of which, speaking of which, right? Like, like yeah. people watch the Force Awakens and they complain. Oh, Ray learned the Force way too fast. Huh? Supergirl in this movie knew how to use yeah. her powers almost immediately. Right? right? She you came pick- from space, yeah. came to Earth. How the hell would she know she has yeah. powers? Come. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash, younger Flash. Hey, uh, younger Flash, you have Flash powers now. Oh, can I do the facing thing? No, no, no. That takes time, and he just does it. Come on, that's lazy writing right there. Just because it's a plot-driven movie, and and I don't really hear much complaints about that on the internet, but because yeah. you know, well, the VFX has kind of that's the main story of the complaints. <laughs> that's what the most of the complaints are. Since you talked about that, I'll talk about the other part of the Superman, the Supergirl part of that kind of. Like just doesn't work. So her motivation, her logic is is hey, I've been, I've been on this planet for like I don't know, X number of years. You've held me in prison, blah blah blah. You've taken you know taken away my rights. I'm out of here. I'm not gonna help you versus uh, Zod. You know what I mean? So she flies off and she sees where Zod is and she and she sees Zod killing military people. You know, like a like a fight and stuff like that. And she goes she goes back and says, you know what? But Zod doesn't represent my people. Not not my, it's not my Krypton. You know what I mean? To me, I don't think that's enough motivation for her to help. I think at most that's a push. You know what I mean? You did something bad to me. Thought I was doing something bad to you. I'm out. I'm still out. You know what I mean? You, wait, you, I don't you, think you, you think that was the main yeah. reason why she decided to join forces with with them? I believe that's what I'm just taking her word for it. That's, I believe that's what she for, said. For, for what from what I gathered, she was kind of reconsidering it, but not committing. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the commit the commitment came oh, to yeah, the, okay, the yeah. fact that gotcha. she asked Barry, like, "Hey, why did you save me? Because you needed help." Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. I said, character growth. Barry from yeah. from from an hour earlier in the movie would not do that. 
but he yeah, had character growth. I, I, I'm okay with that because that also still ties with the fact that she's reminded of that what that symbol means. A Kryptonian is supposed to be hope. That's not what uh, Zod is saying. And also, I, I was so oh, hoping really she would go over the line during the fight. Is like she found out that uh, General Zod killed Carl as a baby and stuff like that. You know, that yeah, really but, but over she really time. committed so I think to the that, fight. That part is, I think, it's a win. Okay, I'll she, get. I'll she get really committed to the fight by that for, point for, for that. I was really hoping that that Supergirl would say like like hope. Who who told you that line? No, it does not. I was kind of hoping they did a joke, but they did not. So, so go. I it. like the fact that it's a sincere beat. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a it's a it's m- emotional beat. And I also like the fact that the uh, so that's what gets her into the fight, and what takes it to the next level is like her finding out that uh, Zod killed uh, uh, Carl. Right? I like Carl, that. Yeah. An infant. And off of, like there, there yeah, was baby. there was no doubt. There was no doubt at all. Like no, no, no. He might still be alive somewhere. No, no. He said, "Oh no, the infant didn't make it." You know, so yeah, I, yeah. I thought uh, maybe it's a foolish because they're not gonna get Henry Cavill. I thought maybe Henry Cavill might show up. You know, what I mean, he joins Zod. You know, because he they could easily up. just have another actor come come up. They already established that with Michael uh, Keaton. Yeah, to pay Brandon Roth. What's Brandon, Brandon Roth doing? I know. Where, where, where was yeah. my Brandon Roth in the in the little <laughs> Superman montage? Come on. Yeah. Where was my Tom Welling? Tom Welling. Come on. Right. But that's a whole thing. But I also want to build off. I want to say a couple another nice thing. Building off what you said, I like the fact that the the, the Zod wins and Batman dies. And I'm sorry. Yeah, Batman dies. Uh, Supergirl, Supergirl dies. dies. And that and it's a loop. It's a time loop. It's very much like live, die, and repeat. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I like that. That's very scientific. I like very sci-fi. Is it executed perfectly? Does the evil Flash look good? Does you know what I mean? It does any of it look aesthetically pleasing? Probably not. But the idea is there. The heart is there. I guess. So yeah. Okay. Um, it makes me wonder. Did they come up with oh, the younger Flash is going to be the bad Flash? Like like that was that one of the first things they came up with, and they had the right to get to that point. Or did it happen organically? <laughs> I think they. Uh, I don't. I don't want to, just, you, know, you know, pat myself on the back. But I think they came up with that uh, very much a long time ago at the beginning. Because uh, when I first saw the trailer for the Flash, I knew Barry was going to be the bad guy in a sense. We knew however they're going to do it, but I knew because you know you probably saw this too. The younger Barry with the other Barry is is all in yellow. You know what Correct. I mean? And that's to me. It's just yellow flash. So at some point, I don't know how they're going to get there, but I knew they would get there. Once I saw that other, uh, that that other time traveler knock Barry out of the time stream, I was like, "Oh, that's going to be Barry at some point." You know what I mean? Or something like it's just it's, it's reverse flash. I mean, what are you going to do? And also, we you know we read a flashpoint. That's what basically kind of what happens. But anyway, uh, Barry is is, is Barry's worst enemy and stuff like that. So that wasn't a big surprise to me and stuff like that. But yeah. Okay. So it is the part. Uh, was there anything else you want to add to this? Oh, there is something I want to add to it. Yes. Okay. Um, out of, I love time travel movies. There's been a lot of explanation how time travel works and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to have to crib from this movie on how to explain time travel. All right? Okay, that's fair. Because I think Michael Keaton's Batman explained time travel with spaghetti is genius. Right? I think this that's is like fair. the easiest way to explain time travel. And it explains yeah. how, how the multiverse exists, but not the same way that MCU does, where if you change the past, you're going to branch out to a different timeline. Now, this one At is that like, specific time. Yeah, yeah this yeah, one is yeah. like, no. The multiverse is always there. You just happen to go to that point in time of that world. Everything mm-hmm. else lived on its own, you know. Right. You know, And also, it, it also not only like what you said, but also it's a great way of going forward, too. Because it's a perfect way of pulling of things that you like and you didn't like. You know what I mean? 
because just like that bowl of spaghetti, it's not like perfectly, you know, forwards and backwards. It's kind of a mess. So you, you, that metaphor, algo or whatever, is a perfect way of them just like picking and choosing. You know what I mean? Going Absolutely. forward. So yeah. I, I think, I think you this this is this is a fair point. I yeah, that's that's that, that's the best thing about this movie is that explanation. That one scene is the best thing about the movie because I'm like that I'm gonna remember from 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 this point on. You know. You know what's funny is that scene and that play of spaghetti. How much do you think that cost? <laughs> Maybe yeah. six bucks. Versus uh, I mean, with the I last mean, twenty. Yeah. You know uh, I'm heading with this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I versus know. the last twenty minutes. How much do you spend yeah. the last twenty minutes? I like me. Didn't have to do all this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh. I mean, I mean, we I mean, uh, if you think about plot stuff, we're we're, uh, we're also like forgetting the fact that older Barry Allen essentially stole younger Barry Allen, and his parents are like, "Hey, where did Barry go?" <laughs> right? I know, I know. There's that. I know. You know, there's all these other stuff. Like, like I like caught if, myself thinking that in the during the final battle, it's like, how many days has has passed? Wouldn't uh, Barry Allen's parents be uh, be worried about him? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And then, let alone his roommates and whatnot, right? And then, and then he's going to yeah. be. Wait, he doesn't have a cousin, you know. Whatever. Yeah. This yeah. movie, he doesn't have time to to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, but the, the the thing is though is that thematically wise, and here's where I go with my team stuff. What did you think the theme of the movie was? The theme of the movie is what's that? What's that? Well, whatever I say, let me just say you go. You disagree. That's what you do. You're contrary, kind of whatever. <laughs> but I think the thing in the movie is that I'm just walking into this trap. I know what's going on. But I know that I, why. Why I think the thing of the movie is. No, no, hold on. Before, uh, before, finally, you, you, before you answer, spider, don't like hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, <laughs> before, before you answer, don't gotcha. try to guess what my team is and say that. Just honestly oh, I, answer what you what you think the team. Oh, the movie I'm is. not. I'm just I'm just saying if I say the same thing that you're thinking, you're gonna say you're just, it's wrong anyway. No, no, I'm not. I'm not a contrarian. Not like that. But go on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I believe I don't. I don't know what the phrase is, but the the it's like a, it's from when you go to alcohol anonymous. It's a phrase where they go, hey. You have you you have to learn to uh, control. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, damn! Except, except what the phrases like accept your your, huh? your your past, accept your flaws. Yeah, no, no, not the the past. Like, uh, accept the things that you can change and the things that you can't, and you have to kind of live with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's 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 the expression. I, I I'm sorry to the audience. I can't. I forgot what what it was, but you can look it up. But basically, when it comes to affecting change, you have to know the difference between. What you can't change, that what you can't change, and you have to accept both. You know what I mean? That that sort of thing. That's yeah. what I think the theme of the movies. No, I mean I I totally agree with that. That, that, that is there are several themes. Wow, in this movie. what a shock! What a <laughs> it's not a shock at all. I told you, I'm not a, I'm not a contrarian. <laughs> the point is that 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 is in my team thing. This movie does seem to have multiple teams, right? And and a lot of it has to do with with Barry Allen has to realize that he can't control everything. Just because he can time travel doesn't mean he can control everything and make it the way he wants it to be. There are things, yes, like you said, no control over. The whole thing where he's trying to answer the the math question and the mom was like, you know, yes, some, yes. some some problems just don't have a solution, right? Yeah. And I, as a person who's OCD, I can totally relate with that because I'm always trying <laughs> to find a solution to everything, mm-hmm. right? And there are some times where I just literally just have to throw my hands in the air and go, nope, I can't handle it. I just, I just yeah. can't figure yeah. out how to, like, it doesn't make sense, you know, and I kind of like fall yeah. apart. Uh, if I if it, if I let it come to me, and then so yeah. so I do like how that is the thematic structure. Like like you can't have everything. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of this flash, he was like, I want to have everything. I want to have my coffee. I want to be able to do the superhero Batman thing and not not clean up the mess. I want everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And by the end, he realized he can't have everything. He has to finally be a hero. 
But but you know what's funny? He doesn't learn that lesson. <laughs> you know he, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He still defend that. Why don't you defend I can't. That? I can't defend that because <laughs> the moment that happened, I'm like, because, oh, you son of a bitch. What <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, yeah. you were you were almost there. And then you had to freaking go back and, yeah. and go back to the way you were. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna put the tomato soup on the top shelf so he'll look up yeah. to the camera. Yeah. Idiot, you don't you realize that's that's how you got to this mess in the first yeah. place. And also, I, I have a very hard on the movie. I don't want, you know, just like add another thing. But the fact that th- his dad's murder case is just based on video footage and something convict a guy of murdering his wife based on not having like uh video footage of him buying to me so it's just kind of ridiculous the yeah. whole thing hinges on that fact that's just ridiculous well, there's also motivation there's also hey well, how about eyewitness how about receipt it's like come on. i know the movie's not about that and stuff like that but it's just to me it's it's kind of silly well the, the, just, the, the, so. the cynical aspect is this happens in real life all the time right sure. so people of color Oh, anyway, oh, speaking yeah. of which, speaking of which, the color part, right? Uh, I, I was watching, I was watching a YouTube video where they showed the, the, car- the comic book Flash, right? And they showed Iris West, and she was obviously white and blonde in the in the comic book, uh, oh, okay. and, and not, not, not not to throw under the bus, but my wife was like, "Wait, is she supposed to be black?" <laughs> yeah. so it's already working. The whole the whole race bending thing is working, you yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. and also. And also in the in my movie theater where where Barry Allen sees Michael Keaton, and I'm Batman, right? Whatever. There's mm-hmm. a kid in my audience like that's not Batman, <laughs> you know. So it, it, it kind of mm-hmm. there is a perspective like like not everybody knows what you know, you know. And and mm-hmm. and time does change things, mm-hmm. and and you don't have control over that. But but at the uh, end, what, uh, gone. What part that was the most inside baseball did you get? Somebody in your audience react to mine was the oh, the obvious the, one. Go on, go on. Say it, say it. No, my, my mine was pretty obscure. It's the oh, okay. Nick Cage, Superman, a sp- uh, a giant spider. Hey, hey, uh, let me ask you this: How obscure is that? Obviously, me and you know that. Right? Yeah, this is hard for me to judge. Yeah, but 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 like the rest of my audience, I I literally I think I was the only person in my theater that immediately reacted. Oh my God! They're doing it right. Everybody's yeah. like, "What the hell is he talking about?" You know, uh-huh. it's like, Ma- yeah, yeah. This is a bit of a uh, one part. Number one, the person next to me, I think it's like a couple seats down. Big reaction. I'm like, he gets it. He's a Kevin Smith fan. Number one. Number two, for me personally, it got spoiled because uh, 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 Twitter. This is gonna. This is this is a hold on to this tangent and stuff like that. This is a movie reviewer that I follow, <laughs> and then the thing is. She is. She likes to kind of be above it all. She's very kind of snooty. She, so she quote tweeted like the afternoon before I saw it. Like quote tweeted somebody spoiling it. The the Nick, the Nick Cage Spider Man image that he kind of she was kind of like Superman. you know what? Huh? Nick Cage Superman. The, 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 Superman. Sorry, the picture and stuff like she she could have just like not quote tweeted the picture. You know what I mean? I, I got very upset. She was like, oh, I don't. I hate this flash already. Blah blah. She tried to. Uh, she spelled flash differently to kind of like prevent the spoiler. But I you just. Treat that image. I could people could put two and together. I got so pissed. So uh, I unfollowed her. But what's funny is she's a transgender movie review critic, and wow. it's also Pride Month. So on one level, I'm hoping. I hope she doesn't think I unfollowed her because she's transgender. It's, it's not. It's just like you're being a dick right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, sorry. That's a bit of a tangent. But that thing got spoiled. I mean, I thought I, I 
of all, I mean, of course, I have issues with all the kind of like uh, uh, the the what do you call it the 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 the, the IP of it all, the whole uh, nostalgia of it all. But that particular part with the Nick Cage Spider Man for a person that saw uh, that's that Kevin Smith uh, stand up routine from like yeah, yeah even if, there you go. I mean, how long how long ago did we see? I saw that. I saw that, that was twenty years, years ago. ago. Dude. Twenty years ago, Jesus Christ! I remember the, the exact day I saw that. I saw it with with Donnie uh, back in co- uh, college, kind of like roommate. We saw where I popped out DVD. I laughed. I laughed. And that story has stayed with me for like twenty years. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I so think it's twenty years. I think it's twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Big smile on my face. But Big okay, smile. so like you, yeah. I was also spoiled that Nick Cage was in this movie. Oh, were you? oh now the thing is though is that I didn't know in what context. I thought mm. maybe like like a Supergirl, Batman, and Flashes are fighting Zod, and then Superman shows up. But it's yeah. Nick Cage, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, the the more obscure thing that I, than saying that Nick Cage is Superman in this movie is the Spider, right? Because yes, every because yes. most people have heard that Nick Cage was supposed to be Superman with long hair, this is right? Yeah. But the Spider, if you did yes. not know the actual story, the sp- Giant Spider is the one that I was just cackling. Yes, yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, they're yes, doing yes. the giant spider, you know. All those missing was the polar you're bear. Right. I was mi- all those missing was oh, the polar yeah, yeah, bear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, you're right, because maybe about what, five, six years ago, those behind the scenes footage, I mean the screen tests, the pictures, and costume fittings for Tim Burton and Nick Cage, mm-hmm. those have started trickled out and leaked. So right. yeah, that is part of like the zeitgeist to yeah. a certain extent. Like the spider. I mean? But the spider is just <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it looked pretty good. That fight looked pretty good, actually. <laughs> of all the sort of like cameos that that came out with nostalgia, that one seemed like the most—I don't know how to say—fleshed out or the most kind of momentum. You know what I mean? The more dynamic, I guess. You know well, what I mean? mean? I mean, it's fan service that actually worked for you. You know, that was that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Most people be like, "Oh, look, they're calling out the Kevin Smith story." Blah blah yeah. blah. But the thing is, though, hey, listeners, if you never heard this Kevin Smith story, um. Look it up. I think I'll, I'll look. It's I'll look YouTube. it up. And put in the link. You should need to. Li- you need it's to on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You can find. Yeah. yeah, you can find the whole thing on YouTube. It's hilarious. Uh, top of everything else, it's hilarious. It's the storytelling is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But but mm-hmm. uh, what? How did you feel about uh, retro retroactively uh, bringing back the dead using CG for certain other characters? Like, I'm on the Christopher. Reed, I'm hoping. I will mention this though. I will mention this real quick. Have you heard the Teddy Sears Flash controversy right now? Is that is that who was playing uh, Jay Garrick? That's what I didn't think it at the time. I didn't think much of it. I couldn't figure it out. But I didn't know who that later was. on, and I didn't look it up huh? either. Yeah, so I didn't know what that was either. I didn't. I kind of like. So I, so I wait. I went. I left home. I mean, I obviously I looked up on YouTube and all the Easter eggs, and a lot of the Easter eggs. The consensus is Teddy Sears in season two of The Flash, right? That yeah. seems like the consensus coming out of it. But then, like Sunday or something like that, the guy who Teddy Sears tweeted out says, "Unless." I'm mistaken. I I didn't shoot anything for this movie. I don't know what's happening. It's like I don't know what's going on. And then Warner Brothers has mentioned, oh, that's a composite right. of various flashes. I think what's this really weird thing. So I don't know what's going on. So well, I mean, they're all CG. Christopher, it's all CG. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, if they use Teddy Sears' template, his face as template, and without his permission, that could be a big problem. Well, they're going to need to double check their contracts. <laughs> They better. They, this could be a whole thing. Also, by the way, little uh, segment. Watch uh, Black Mirror this season. FYI. Anyway, the rest of it, I, I, I'm hoping they got permission from Christopher Reeve's family. I, I, mm-hmm. I does. 
You know what I mean? I, I think they got they must have got permission from Supergirl. Supergirl is still alive, right? Correct. She is. Gotta say, there's yeah, alive. because those two are the ones that kind of stood out because those are actually like. I'm assuming they got permission from Nick Cage. I'm assuming Nick Cage actually shots on this, right? I, I think he's also CG. Oh, but he, they must have got permission from him. But those are the three that kind of stand out as far as like they actually have characters like in motion. Everything else is kind of like stock footage, right? I kind of I kind of wish that they, they did the glowing the glowing Superman suit that he's supposed to have. It was a traditional yeah. Superman suit, but he's supposed to be glowing. The original treatment for that yeah. was supposed to be glowing. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm of three minds. Number one, it's just like the rendering of it all doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very interesting and stuff like that. Number two, uh, it's the whole argument like nostalgia versus like uh, contemporary, like actual, does it actually serve the story, the plot, the character? I don't think it does. It's I think it's just pure nostalgia fan servers. Well, I and mean, number three, multiverse. Well, they got to show the multiverse somehow. I know, but it's just like showing the multiverse collapsing and that's the, the extent of it. When you, I, I don't want to compare it to, I guess I will, but across the Spider-Verse, when those Spider-Mans show up, it actually affects uh, the story, the themes, and all that stuff—you know—it compounds the Spider-Man, the the canon of all. You know what I mean? Those—that's just not fancy. That actually serves the story. But anyway, I, I don't get—I don't get too muddy in the water. But number three, I also of the mind like, hey, if you're gonna do this, do more. You know what I mean? Where's the other Flash? You know what I mean? Where's uh, what do you call it? The CW Flash? Where's Brandon Ralph? You know what I mean? Yeah. You could, I, I'm yeah. guessing—I'm guessing you can't get Christian Bale because he has quote unquote integrity. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but if, I mean, but, but if Warner Brothers has it in the contract that your image and character can be used, I'm surprised they did just go for it anyway. Yeah, but I don't know when they signed the contract, how, how far CGI and those, those deep fakes were in, in those contracts. But I'm just thinking, I'm sure they could have got Dean Kane. So what's he doing? No, 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 no. We're not having <laughs> Dean be, Kane in this movie. He, he's a right-wing nut, but you can throw him some bucks. What's Tom, well- what's Tom Welling? Tom oh, where's Tom Welling? Dude. Tom Welling is beloved. And so and, yeah. and, and so is Brandon Roth in, in retrospect now. People yes. love him. Yeah. But everybody yeah. hates Joe Kane. Yeah, jokes aside. <laughs> jokes aside, of course you can't de- get team Dean Kane, but Tom Welling and Brandon Roth has a good combination of like, hey, they're available, but also they're good dudes and stuff. And they yeah. do you know, also and what about the guy like playing them. right now? Yeah. Tyler Hockney? Hockey? Hockey? Uh, the sure. guy who plays you know, the guy who's playing Superman right now on the CW. Oh yeah. Was, Tyler was, Tyler, yeah, right? Tyler Hockwin. No, I just tried pronouncing you know that. <laughs> yeah, he's really good too. Hockney, he's really good right? too. Yeah, toss t- t- him a bone for God's sakes, you know? Yeah, so those are, that's my, again, some of those things are contradicting and stuff like that. Some of the, you know what I mean? But, you know, I just complicate. Like I said, if you're going to go for it, you might as well just go all the way. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I will end on a high note, okay? I Why not? really do like the the scenes with Barry and his mom. I thought they were emotionally yes. very effective. Very effective. Okay. You know what? I've been pretty negative on, the, on this podcast, so I will just let I'll just let say yes. Okay. That scene in the grocery store, very heartbreaking. I I was moved by that scene. I sure. thought they did a really good job with that. Okay. Okay. Even though I will not plus I will not plus one this comment. I, 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 you know what? I will say is overall, uh, I, I am glad that you and some other people have enjoyed this movie. I think I may, I was, uh, I don't think anything that's, that's been said in this podcast has changed my mind. I still think it's a bad movie, but I do, res- I guess not respect, but I do appreciate that other people like this movie. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I acknowledge that it has a lot of flaws, but I can't help the fact that I was entertained by it. So, yeah, there we go. And also, just putting the quality aside, though. 
the, the business stuff of it, it's they're in big trouble, man. They're in big trouble. Fifty five million to sixty million this weekend. That's yeah, and it's gonna drop a lot next weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things based on what I've read. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday were all like you know fairly sold out. You know what I mean? For them to get like in the eighties and nineties, that means word of mouth had to push it for other people to come and see it. And also for people to go repeat business, mm-hmm. that means word of mouth is really bad. The cinema score I saw is a B. Which yeah, is it's a B. I was movie. shocked by it's, that. Like, like yeah. it can't be. It could have been that low. I'm just, that's that's you reserve for horror movies. But wow, uh, you, you don't really. Are you? I mean, I uh, my let's just go back a little bit. My audience, the one I saw it with, uh, Thursday afternoon, I would say 85, 90% full. I thought it didn't it didn't play very well. I don't think people liked it. What was your theater experience i i thought my theaters seemed to more or less enjoy it actually mm. but but they but i could tell there were people who did because they walked out as mm. soon as the credits hit even though yeah. common knowledge you know for this kind of things you kind of stick around to the after credits yeah. right and and not everybody stayed like you know like mcu movies everybody stays or they go they go for a restroom break and they yeah. come back but this one in my theater there were people that left and never came back yeah. to, to stick around this is in trouble man i don't think this is gonna get to 100 that's fine. I, I want this yeah. to be the last Ezra Miller flash anyway. So that yeah. kind of works out in my benefit. Right? Yeah. So uh, even though, like I said, I acknowledge that I thought he did a really good job in his role in this movie. So, hey. so besides that. Oh, and, and speaking yeah. of business-wise, um, I kind of wish they didn't go for the whole like, who killed Barry's mom? And we're not going to answer it because it'll be the sequel. Hey, guys, you're not going to get a sequel. Yeah. So what the well, heck? I'm actually fine. Also, I'm, I'm fine with them not like... Telling who the like I didn't I like the fact that they didn't make it a, a big thing because just by the story, it's not one of those things that that should be answered because he really did kind of play it both ways like he 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 wanted to save his mom but he also wanted to heed uh, Superman's I mean Batman's warning so he wanted to indirectly save her so there was no reason for him to go to that exact moment where he, she gets killed no 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 you know I'm, I'm talking about movie wise there wasn't mm-hmm. even like a person running away from the house. Not, there wasn't oh. even, it, it wasn't even that. It was just like she stabbed. How was she stabbed? Heck, do I know? You know, like like they, I, they obviously left it as a mystery with the idea that hey, if we get a sequel, we'll reveal that story. And obviously, I think they, they did it because I think they did it just because they don't want people to think about that or have that like a hang, hanging over the rest of the movie. I, that's how I read it. You, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, you know what was hanging over the rest of the movie for me? Why mm-hmm. isn't Billy Crudup his dad? Heard <laughs> I heard it. Uh, scheduling conflict. I don't know what he was. He might have been shooting an Apple TV series. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, and also, is he already the multiverse? Billy Crudup is that. <laughs> I don't want to pick on Ron Livingston. I think he's a fine, fine actor, but oh, he's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally Billy Crudup is a Billy Crudup is a better actor. Though. Sure, he, sure, he, sure. He, yeah, it would have helped a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Okay. Was there anything else? No, apparently, you didn't really care about the jerk. Did you really care about the George Clooney at all? Oh Not right, George Clooney. I gotta mention that. I I kind of like yeah. the fact that they tossed it tossed it a bone, and here's yet another Batman Easter egg, George Clooney. And then was that was that one for you? Or was that was that a surprise? I was a surprise. I I expected it. Okay. I honestly expected it to be Keaton again, right? Mm-hmm. And just 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 to show, hey guys, I'm not dead, you know, kind of thing. Because you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. I I know I know certain people who are not gonna watch this movie because they know they killed off Keaton in the movie, right? And yeah. I thought maybe if they have Keaton show up at the end in in Barry's new world. Uh, then it'll kind of make it better. But I like the fact that as a joke, they had George Clooney back in the role. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, so 
is Barry Allen not going to like, hey, I'm not in the right world again? I mean. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole thing. But like I said, it's a, it's a whole thing. But as an advantage to DC going forward, like I said, after what, uh, uh, what do you call it? After Blue Beetle, after Aquaman, whatever James Gunn comes out with, he can just come back and just cherry pick from this thing. Hey, you know what? Going forward. Yeah. The reason why there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, continuity issues it's because it's a new it's a timeline and also you, you can pl choose and pluck and you know pick and choose from it from, that, so. from what i heard blue beetle is now officially the first james gunn universe the character is by his it's it's kind of a little bit convoluted logic but he's saying blue beetle that character will be the first character that he pulls into his new universe but the first full movie is his superman and also and I forgot which order, but I think the the animated thing is also will be technically the first to come out. Right, that's supposed to be you know, kind of well. uh, But the thing is, though, is because that, they've been working on that for, for a while. That kind of tells mm -hmm. me that he's looking for a possible way to integrate Aquaman into his to his this universe because Aquaman two is still coming out. If you can somehow manage to say like, no, no, that's part of our the new canon, then I guess it will work out. Like this, this, this. Flash movie really is the end of the Snyderverse. I mean, if they put it that way, then there we go. I, I, let me ask you this: Have you heard anything? I, I mean, have you heard anything about the Aquaman two? No. I heard just two things. I've heard. heard. Heard number one, just in general, it's kind of it's bad. Number two, this is a this is a kind of a direct quote from uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa has been interviewed and he says, "Oh, I had ideas about Aquaman two. Uh, they didn't use any of it, but uh, I had ideas." I pitched ideas for Aquaman too, but we went with a different direction. So that tells me he's kind of putting himself a distance between him, uh, him and Aquaman too. So I don't know, man. Is James Wan still the director for Aquaman too? Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh. And this is the one that they made a. It's like it's been five years since since, since the first one came out, but it, they shot this one. They finished this one, Aquaman two, like a long time ago. This is one was supposed to come out, I think, last Christmas, and it got pushed to this Christmas. So it's been finished for a long time. It's and either, James Wan is directing. It's either the VR work is really that extensive, or they're trying to fix the movie by editing. Or the other, the other conspiracy theory is like when the the, the WB didn't have that much money, so they only they could only promote two movies next uh, last year, which was Black Adam and whatever the other movie was, and they had the promotion of it had to be pushed to this year. But anyway, that's a conspiracy theory. Mm, well, anyway. A, I'm, not, I'm looking forward to Blue Beetle. I'm not looking. I'm. I'm, I'm I don't know why. I, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Blue Beetle just for the fact that it stars the guy from Cobra Kai. Yes, and Jolo. Jolo. Shola. I think it's. I think it's Jolo. Jolo. Shola. Shola. That's not pushing the guy. I, I like that actor. So he's good. And, and the movie, look, the trailer looks fantastic. I have high hopes for that. Yeah, but, but it, right now, yeah, by my estimation, they're, they're on a three three game losing streak. Yeah. Uh, Black Adam, Shazam, and this one. It's a three-game yeah, industry. It's true. It's true. But then at the same time, they're kind of washing their hands off it anyway because James Gunn is supposed to save the day, right? <sighs> this is, again, I don't want to mention too many things outside of this review of, uh, of of Flash, but James Gunn, who I personally like as a talent and as a person, his credibility has taken a little bit of a hit with this uh, promotion of this Flash. Because, you know, once ago, he said, you, you know this quote, right? Yes. Like, this is yeah, this is one of the best comic book movies of all time. And this is not it, son. This is not it. You know what I mean? I I, I can see and, why people say that, though. 
if this because it really does the script really is written in a certain way where it would please a certain geek audience right yeah but i'm just saying i'm putting myself in james gunn's head in the sense that i've seen him build worlds i've seen him build scripts i've seen him execute he knows this flash is nowhere near one of the best comic movies of all time come on now come on and for to promote guardians of the galaxy he listed like five great comic book movies so he has and they're really good he has spider-man into uh into spider-verse as number one he he has good taste i'm just saying his credibility has taken a hit oh how about edgar wright did you say that edgar wright said he liked this movie too <laughs> yeah edgar wright I, I talked to you about this stephen I'm, king I'm, stephen king said he liked it too yes edgar wright uh stephen king there's a Shawshank re- uh, redemption uh, reference in there. i think that's what got him you know what i mean and also money and also you know who else uh took a hit Tom Cruise. They said Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, Tom liked Cruise liked it too. They, they, they pulled that quote. What was it, the whole thing? Like, Tom, we had a 15 minute conversation yes. where Tom Cruise cold called me to tell me Call how me much he liked it. Personally. Yeah, to tell me how much he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, guys. And also, this is, again, this is outside the quality of the movie. At the end of the day, folks, all that stuff, all the, the hype, hyperbole, you know, even the trailers, the TV shows, at the end of the day, when you get to the theater, when the movie's just about to start, take a deep breath, collect yourself, and just sort of judge the movie as it is. You know what I mean? Just pull all that stuff behind. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. All right anything else? I think we covered everything. Uh, I hope. Well, no, we did not, but whatever. So, so we're really talking like an hour and 50 minutes here or whatever. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworsway.com. This was episode 600 and... Where's the number? 70... 69. No, you did. You missed that episode, Jave. <laughs> it's you forever 69. It. Uh, 673 of the Stop and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who What Worse Why production. And also, who's the guy that, that won this review? You, you did. did you say a listen? No, I thought a listener did. I thought you mentioned someone. Oh no, 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 no. Some, some, some a listener did say, "No, go ahead and do the review." You were the one that brought it up, and I said, "Do you really want to do a review of the Flash?" I brought it up as a possibility. I said yes because of this listener. I'm just saying. I hope this listener guy's money's worth. <laughs> hope he enjoyed this. Good lord. Yeah, I, I, write, I, I, write a review yeah. on Apple <laughs> just as a thank you. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs>